Welcome to HearthCast, a podcast for the average World of Warcraft player, with your hosts, Root and Freckleface. Be part of the show by calling 407-520-5342, following HearthCast on Twitter, liking HearthCast on Facebook, or emailing the show at contribute at hearthcast.com. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. Hello and welcome to episode number 24 of HearthCast, recorded for you on June 4, 2011, made possible by the awesome folks over at RiptideSoftware.com. We are casual players of the game, we talk about WoW, we talk about life, and we talk about all points in between. Our show is just filled with tips, tricks, and lots of fun tidbits. All of which we hope lend themselves to you as players of the World of Warcraft. This episode is going to be about giving the casual player a bad name. Do you do it? Do we do it? How not to do it? And this is content submitted by a uh, listener named Colton. Also, we're going to do a Zyger Guide update. We're going to pick a winner for the month of May and tell you how you can win in the month of June. And we have our corner of carnage, as always. HearthCast is the fastest-growing podcast of its kind, and we simply could not do it without our awesome sponsors. HearthCast Season 3 is proudly sponsored by Zyger Guides. Grinding is just a thing of the past. Find out how you can win your very own copy of Zyger Guides this month and this entire year from HearthCast. All you have to do is just keep listening. System.com, it's global system and network monitoring and now exclusive coaching. That's right, head over to System.com, find out about their new exclusive IT coaching program. Mention HearthCast and get 25% off anything that you order from them. And of course, we could not do this without the Corner of Carnage. Go check out YouTube.com forward slash Carnage1320. Stay tuned, we'll have a Corner of Carnage update later on in this episode. As always, I want to give shout-outs to our guildmates over on Whisperwind. That's Alf, Praetorian Guards, is a ninja looter. Our friends and fans on our Facebook page and all our people in our Twitterverse. I have more than you. Well, good for you then. So, hey, Freckleface, what's going on with you this week in the uh, World of Warcraft? Well, the past couple weeks, I've been focusing on my lobies. Mm. I have not really gotten on my done anything on my paladin other than doing you know a little bit of dailies here and there but a few times that i've started i just kind of stopped halfway through because i got a little bored okay so i've been focusing both on my um goblin shaman and what i'm doing with her is i finished up uh, a thousand needles and i started to move on to fellwood okay i know where you're at okay okay i don't like fellwood <laughs> Oh, why not? Is it too was, long and straight up and down? And It is. And I <laughs> thought, for some reason, I thought it'd be better. Here's what made me stop. Is there is a long quest chain that sends you under some, like, hold. And you go in this tunnel. Right. And as you're going along, you know, it, it's, got, it's got this autocomplete quest. And you're you know, finishing one objective and picking up the next. Which is great. I like it how they fix that now. The thing is... You get to the end of the tunnel, you finish all your quest, and you're done. And you basically have to make your way all the way back up. Yeah, they haven't... You know, there's a couple quests that I remember doing recently, uh, well, when I've been leveling um, Zyger again. 
that once you get to the end of the tunnel, there's like a guy there to give you a port out. And now I thought yeah, that was there's, cool. Yeah, there's a few of them that do that. This one did not. So basically as long as it took me to finish the quest is how long it took me to get back up to the surface. Right, yep. It's because that tunnels were narrow. There was no getting around everything. Yeah, I hear you. I don't like that. So I don't really like that. So I moved back to uh, Thunder Bluff, and then I've, I have the option now to go to Winter Spring or to Angora Crater, and I haven't moved either way. But my other lobby that I've been working on um, is a Druid. Um, and I don't know if you know, a while back I made this character named Dark Freckles, a Wargan Druid. Uh, no, I don't remember that. I you don't remember that? You made fun of the name. I must not have been paying attention. You must have just been like, auto-reflex, make fun of Freckle Face then, because then you're like, I just remember that. Well, I don't know. I'm kind old, and I have short-term memory problems. <laughs> No, and also I wanted to kind of go through that little starting area again. I'd only gotten to level 5, and oh, I right, right, right. wasn't really paying attention, and I wanted, when it showed the cut scene of, like, the, the animal in the cage, for some reason I didn't really understand that that was supposed to be me. <laughs> okay. So I wanted to watch it again, you know, kind of knowing that. Anyways, I started a new Worgen Druid, named her Fine Canine. <laughs> nice. Because in her human form, she's hot. I mean, obviously. Fine canine, and this one I'm leveling. I have no heirloom items, and I am not in a guild, so I don't have any guild perks. Oh man, so I'm kind of like... seeing how the difference is. Oh, is it painful? It's... No, it's still <laughs> really easy. Oh. <laughs> so whatever. Um, and that one I went through all the Worgen starting area, and then once I got to the shore of Dark Shore, I decided I didn't want to stay there and took the boat over to Stormwind. And I went from Stormwind to Westfall. Now, Westfall is very interesting. I've, I remember what during Children's Week I went over there, and ha- not having been there since, you know, the Cataclysm. And there was some big changes. Like, for one thing, um, you know the settlement, that Sentinel Hill, whatever it's called? Uh, yes, I remember that one, yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's got that tower on a hill, and you got the Flight Master and everything like right. that. Right, yep. Like, now there's a big gate all around that. Yes. And there's a bunch of homeless people standing outside kind of shouting at the guards hmm. um and there's also like some chunks of the ground missing like in the west part of the uh area similar to what it's like in the west part of stormwind so it's kind of weird you know taken out by the cataclysm right 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 another interesting thing about that is like when you first get there uh, you know, originally when you first get in Westfall, there'd be um, the Furblowers, whatever that couple was, and they have they want you to get some stuff to feed their or their horse, Old Blanche. Oh yeah, 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 I remember that one. Yeah, so now you get there and they're dead, dun, dun, and there there's an investigation going on, and you have to go interview these homeless people in the area that have I, kind of taken over the farm. Yeah, I think I remember doing this quest line over there. Yeah, and the mechanic of it is really cool because you have the option to try to bribe them with money and it actually cost you money to do it and they'll talk to you which is what how you get the objective or you can like try to be rough with them and you end up killing them. And when you kill them, these children come and take your loot. <laughs> no, they literally like check his pockets and like <laughs> you have a split second to loot the mob or else these kids will come and take it and there's no loot left. Oh that's so like, awesome. really that's so awesome. I want them to use that in other parts of the game. I think I thought it was awesome. It'd be better if they were goblin babies. Goblin babies. Yes. 
Um, and here's another like little deep thought for the day. Uh-oh. Okay. So part of it takes you to this defias rally, you know, and you get this question where you find out all about Vanessa Van Cleef, and that's really interesting. But whoever's running this riot, Vanessa, like, she makes the comment of, you know, your king sitting up there getting fat and rich, and we're, meanwhile you're starving. And it made me think about Stormwind. Did you notice the changes that the Stormwind went through when the Cataclysm hit, right? Um, superficially, yeah, but remember I didn't spend a lot of time in Stormwind because I hated it. Because you hate it. Okay, like the royal, the place where the king was used to be a pretty simple just kind of area, and you went up this hallway, and you could go there. And now there's these three staircases, like these winding staircases, that surround like a five-story statue of King Varian. Oh, wow, okay. You know, and I had never thought about it, but then you have, you know, this huge statue erected in the middle of Stormwind for the king. Meanwhile, over in Westfall, there's people who are starving. Oh, and the quest, you know, you used to make like, okay, Westfall stew, and you still do that. But you actually make something called mud pie, where you literally go around, you pick up mud, you pick up coyote tails, and you give it to this woman, and she cooks it. And she's like, we're going to eat, like, kings tonight. And it just kind of, like, hits you in your gut, like, ugh, man. Now, see, when you I know, went... They're, they're starving. I think when I was going through all this, I was just blazing so fast with, with uh, Zagreb guys. I missed all this. I remember doing this kind of stuff in Westfall, but, yeah, I don't remember. Right. Westfall right now is, like, the epitome of just desolation. And, like, you kind of think of, I don't know, people just have, like, nothing. And they're trying not to starve to death. And... And I guess the bit about, like, the king, it really made me think, like, you know, maybe there is that hint of sort of corruption within the government and the alliance side. You know, if the people in Westfall are so bad off, they should just move. They should just move. You're yeah. right. Yeah, just move where it's somewhere it's not so bad. <laughs> anyway, so the quest lines were kind of sad, um, but I did move. I moved on to uh, Menthol Harbor, or the wetlands right now. Yeah, see, they should all move there. there. There's plenty of land, plenty of places there to move into. (laughs) So have you gotten to play in any WoW lately, Root? Um, No, I have not. Um, Quick update for our listeners. Um, The podcast probably sounds a little different this week uh, because I am uh, in Alabama away from the studios, but we're still giving you guys a podcast because we love you guys. And... uh, uh, just a lot of IRL stuff, and uh, so yeah, I'm up here. And going on no sleep, right? What's that? Going on no sleep, going right? Going on no sleep. That's right. Yeah, I uh, I left Orlando at um, uh, about one o'clock in the morning, and it is um, what four thirty or so in the afternoon right now. You didn't and, take a nap when you got home from work. Um, not, yeah, I tried, but I just I couldn't. So oh, I can always take a nap. Yeah, but it's okay, you know, that that's that's you know, a lot of times life intervenes and I guess, you know, I'm just going through one of those little little windows in life where life intervenes and you know, but it's all good. It's all fine. It's cool. Um, you know though, what's kinda neat is uh on the way uh driving from Orlando to here, it's about a five hundred mile trip. Mm-hmm. And uh it it availed me the opportunity to catch up on uh some podcasts that I listened to and it also uh, gave me the opportunity to uh, to think, which I don't do very often, I guess. <laughs> um, but I have two really um, good ideas, phenomenal ideas, I think. 
dare say if you do say so yourself. If, if I do, yeah, dare to dare to say so. Um, but I can't talk about them right now. Ugh. Um, Such but geez. oh, they're oh, they're so good. But I just need to complete the thought. Maybe I'll share it with you after the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, but because it's WoW related, both the thoughts are WoW related, and um, I like this thoughts. Oh yeah. Um, but I don't want to, yeah, I'll share with you. And then you and I can basically, we'll talk about it next week on the show All because, right. uh, it could possibly be a game changer for blizzard. So mm-hmm. we'll leave it at that. All right. Well, we did get um, an email in our inbox. Um, this is from scaresome on rune totem. It says, hi guys, new listener and enjoying the show. Keep up the fun work. To the guy using the guide and getting nailed in the cave for the escort quest. Do you remember talking about that a few weeks ago? Uh, yes, I do. Yep, I do. The big horse guy. Okay. Yep. Green and tender. Okay. Even though you have now done it, while you're going through this leveling, you might want to pick up some drums of the wild and drums of the forgotten kings for a wee bit of help when those mobs get pesky. I don't know what those things do. Drums of the Wild restores 2,000 health to nearby party members over 15 seconds. And it only works up to level 80. So it's basically like another item that you can have in your bag that gives you a little health boost. Oh, that would be really good to to know Uh that. Yeah, that's... Oh, man. Drums of the Forgotten Kings. um, It gives all members of the raid group... The Blessing of Forgotten Kings increasing strength, agility, stamina, and intellect by 4%, and all magical resistances by 52 for 30 minutes. Oh, cool. So it's basically buffs and heals. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, it's kind of like a pally buff or a druid buff, except you don't have to be a pally or a druid. That is great information. I will um, I'll go get those now, anyhow, because it's up to 80. I'm not 80 yet on, on Zyger again, so I will definitely go be getting me some of those because... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you know, even though, like I said before, I get reckless when I'm when I'm running him, and uh, any any help I can get would definitely, uh, of course, be helpful. Not to use the same word twice, ah, but I did. I think you still need to go to get the adventurer's journal. What is you only mean? have a it. Um, okay, you read it, right? Right. Um, it lasts for an hour. It's a four-hour cooldown, and it gives you a buff either like an. Ex- an increase in experience or an increase in damage or an increase in healing or something like that. I'll have to get that too. Yeah, and it used to it used to not last through death and it does now. Oh, that's cool. Persistent through death. I like that. Yeah, I mean, I'd like anything I can get uh, to self-buff, you know, when I'm running around places like that because that just, for me, works a lot better than begging for buffs, I guess. So, again, thank you, Scarisum on Rune Totem, and uh, welcome to the show as well. We're glad to have you, and uh, we're getting a lot of new listeners. we got some traction from uh, uh, Lesser Nerds Podcast, which, by the way, I owe them apology, because apparently last week I called them TheLesserNerds.com, and it's just LesserNerds.com. Well, the uh, URL so. is, is LesserNerds.com. Their podcast is The Lesser Nerds. Yeah, but, I have it uh, on my iPod. <laughs> it says The Lesser Nerds in my iPod. But, uh, yeah, we love Art and Crash. And, uh, you know, we just missed uh, Crash was down on vacation in our neck of the woods at Disney, uh, and, and we missed it. So maybe next year or whenever they make their way back down here, we can, we'll treat them, take them out to Bahama Breeze or something. Step into the dark. 
peer into the very depths of your soul. Walk with us, if you dare, into the corner of carnage. From the corner of carnage this week, we've got a gold tip. This week's gold tip will involve the Argent Tournament. It's all about the dailies. Now, you might be thinking level 80 dailies are a waste of time, but you can obtain seals to trade in for pets. All you have to do is get a pet and put it up in the neutral auction house. I can easily sell one pet for between three to 5,000 gold. The dailies give 13 gold, 23 silver, and guild rep if you have your tabard on. Also, if you're not in it for making gold, you can always buy heirloom gear instead of pets. And a bonus fishing tip. Patch 4.0.6 added a new fish in Westfall at Spindles Pond that many players still do not know about to this day. That fish is Stindles Bane. It has less than a 1% chance to be reeled in. Inside the fish's belly has a reinforced fishing line. This is the only way to obtain it now. And it has a BOE level 11 blue ring. The ring is a very rare find within the fish. Its name is Stindles Wedding Band. A lot of mystery is behind the ring and pond. It is thought to be the ring Spindle lost many years ago and spent his life trying to fish it back up but was never able to. Westfall style grave markers are next to the pond. Many think it's Spindle and his wife. For the best in WoW PvP videos, be sure to check out youtube.com slash carnage1320. I might try to fish that up. Yeah, well, hey, I already got that uh, old iron jaw. Oh, sure. Got to bring that, that up. Yeah, I haven't, uh, haven't had that. Yeah, I haven't rubbed that up in a while. Yeah, I haven't had to rub that one in in a long time. <laughs> Controversial, thought-provoking, game-changing insider information. Ah, who are we kidding? It's just the main content of the show. All right, so our main content, like we said, it comes from a listener, Calton, who is a level 85 death knight of Gauntlets of Forbearance over on the Argent Dawn. Um, and this is a letter that he sent in, and we liked it so much we decided to make it our main content. Woohoo! This is just... You know, full of great tips and very well written and everything like that. It is full so of win. Full of win, yes. He starts out and he says, Root, I'm a little shocked that you gave me the system into heroics, i.e. wearing a strength ring in order to get into heroic. You're giving the term casual player a bad name. Did you know that, Root? Yeah, you know, I, I don't know if I would necessarily gaming the system. Uh-huh. Um you know, like you said, I could have had that ring on, or not had the ring on, but actually had the ring in my bag. So I was actually, like you said in the previous podcast, hurting myself and the party more than gaming the system. It's not, you know, it's not my fault that that, that level item counts if it's in the bag or on me or not. So, And honestly, there's sometimes when, I'm just, when, when I know I'm going to be replacing gear that I really don't care about the stat. I just want that item level so I can get in and then get what I want as far as gears. I don't know if I was really gaming, but, you know, uh, I, kinda... I'll, accept, I'll accept that I was giving the casual players a bad name. I'll accept that part, but I don't know if I'll accept the gaming part. It's, All right. Uh... Well, luckily for you, Root, he has some tips on what a new player at 85 can do to be a good casual and in the long run have faster instances so that they can be geared more quickly. Yeah, and this is information that All I right. desperately need. Alright, so top 10 tips for being a good casual player. Number one, run the content as appropriate. 
Yes, if you're running with a full group of friends, then anything goes. But if you're queuing through the LFD, then please make sure that you're not gaming the system. You're making the queue longer for someone that has taken the time to gear appropriately and likely to get the boot when you're inspected and found to be in PvP gear and greens. Well, I don't wear PvP gear, so that's okay. Number two, questing isn't pointless. The drops from Twilight Highlands give decent gear for getting players ready for regular 85 dungeons, and the end of the quest lines are dropping 333 blues. Questing is beneficial all over the place, as it leads to number three, reputation. Honored rep is easy to come by with the minimum amount of questing and gives you 333 blues. Most Cataclysm reps will get you to Revered if you do all the quests and possibly a few dailies. These give gear equivalent to running heroic dungeons. At Exalted, you gain 359 epics, and this will either take a fair amount of dailies and or wearing the faction tavern in dungeons. Not every faction will have something for your class spec combination to every level of reputation, but you can start off with a decent set of gear from reputation. I highly recommend Therizane for the shoulder enchants and heroic reigns. It is very quick and profitable to run through the earlier Cataclysm quests for rep. And Therizane, like we mentioned a few um, episodes back, you have to go through pretty much all of Deep Home before it unlocks the Therizane dailies. So it's not something that you can just kind of go in and pick up right away. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, I'm, I'm with right. you now. Yeah. All right, number four, enchant your gear. I'm not talking about dropping nailstone crystals in your 318 bracers, but you can find affordable enchants that will give you a little boost that adds up over the whole of your gear. And for that, go visit askmrrobot.com. Really cool. It is It is uh, by far the best uh gear it kind of reviews well it's got a lot of stuff on it but what i was using was the gear inspection and it kind of looks at your player looks at what you're wearing goes all right here's what you got here's what you need here's your next uh, upgrade here's where we can go get it and here's the best in class stuff you need and it even Uh tells you what the best in class enchant is for your current gear Uh so that's usually my hardest part is like okay i know i need to enchant or get gems for my gear but I really don't know the best. You know, what's the best? I'm, you know, I'm not up on it. And so ask Mr. Robot. He handles all that for you. Maybe I need to use that to get me out of my rut with my paladin. You do. You really if I do. Need, if I had like a goal. Because right now I don't really have a goal. I think that's what's throwing me off. I spent like three grand in gold enchanting and gemming uh, root stuff. So Also along the same lines as number five, gem your gear. Again, you don't need to drop 200 gold per gem slot, but your gear is itemized with the gem slot in mind. So if you have two pieces of gear at the same level, and one has a gem slot and the other does not, then wearing the first piece of gear but not gemming it, it's hurting your stats because there's less to begin with compared to the second. I say, right, and remember again, ask Mr. Robot, he'll tell you what gems to go get for your stuff. And number six, remember profession bonuses. The gathering professions have passive bonuses, but the crafting professions all have things that can give you a boost. You just need to take the time to use them. Shoulder bonuses for scribes, ring enchants for enchanters, that's what I have. Extra gem slots, types for blacksmiths and jewel crafters, leg enchants for tailors and leather workers, and tinkers for engineers. These bonuses are usually very cheap compared to what others have to pay for lesser abilities. Mm-hmm. Number seven, reforge. This is a great way to take that marginal piece of gear and turn it into something much better. Are you only at 3% hit? Reforge some of that crit into hit. 
Have some spirit on your warlock gear? Reforge that into something useful. Does your class abhor haste? Then switch it to something useful like mastery. On my death knight tank, I want to make sure that my dodge and parry rating are roughly equal. So reforging makes sure that I get the best balance I can in my gear for what I've been able to obtain. And that's something that I haven't done yet. I really want to go reforge, but um, I just haven't done it. And it just it's a, it's time. I just haven't had really the time yeah. to go in there and do it. So I was actually thinking about maybe uh, doing it while I am here in Alabama and have uh, you know maybe a couple hour window of time. But we'll see. Yeah, that's something that I've I've been to the Forge Master and I've looked at it. But see, my thing is like the stats that I know that I need for sure, like spirit and intellect, are not something that gets switched out. It's usually a matter of okay, crit, haste, and mastery um, are stuff that you can switch out. But out of all of those, I don't really know which ones are the best because um, I kind of I can kind of see why I need all of them. Gotcha. Yeah. And yep. it's more important. So I have to look into that. All right, number eight, know thyself. Find the spec that you enjoy and then find out how to play it to its fullest. Learn the situational abilities and spells that you will only need a couple of times in instance, but are crucial when you need them, like spell interrupts and crowd control. Also, learn when crowd control can actually speed up your instant runs so you don't have healers drinking after every fight. Now, see, I love this tip because when I was sticking with Affliction as a warlock, uh, there were so many people who were not, you know, they were going either Destro or uh, Demonology simply because some crazy YouTube video told them that that was the best thing they should do. And I'm like, you know what, that's fine. This is still, by the way, when dual specking was a thousand gold. And I was like, that's fine if you want to do what, you know, the masses are doing, but I am not. I'm sticking with Affliction because I learned it and I learned it well. And so, you know, when we would be in a a group with multiple warlocks, um, it was beneficial. The fact that I actually knew and still know how to play an Affliction lock. And now, you know, Affliction's got a little bit of love coming to it, so it's even better that I stuck with Affliction all these years. Sure. Chris, right now, if you go to the Armory, I, I think I'm in my uh, Destruction spec right now, if it shows spec. Mm. I don't know if it shows spec. Or what, well, I, think, I, think I think it, it shows does. both, actually. Oh, does it? Yeah, but I've got my... Yeah. Right now, I've been, I've been messing with the Destruction uh spec just to because i you know i want to balance them both and know them both i don't just want to go okay i'm gonna go destruction and go what should i do now you know i don't want that so yeah absolutely know thyself is a great tip all right number nine learn about the encounters many of the heroics have mechanics that you need to know or else it is certain doom for you and possibly your party don't be solely dependent on the group for in- for information yeah that's a tough one i like your advice you gave the guy a couple weeks ago don't suck <laughs> you gonna so, ring that up again? Yeah, I am, <laughs> and I did. He did. All right, number ten. Lastly, don't forget that WoW is a social game. There are real people behind the four other sets of pixels on the screen. Good communication and the golden rule are amazing tools to remember that you can use to salvage your way through any situation. I guess the golden rule here is uh, do unto others as you want done unto you. Uh, sure. Yeah, as opposed to he who makes the gold makes the rules. Oh, no, not that golden rule. <laughs> you sure? That's what the golden rule was in my house growing up. Daddy's <laughs> <laughs> rule. Yeah, yeah. M- yeah, my dad re- reminded me of that uh, quite often. Uh see. He'd be like, mow the lawn. I'd be like, Dad. He goes, I make the rules. Oh, okay. 
Often, well, a lot I do and go. So, yeah, that, those are great tips. I love that. They really are. Yeah, and you know, no, I, was... I, I will try not to give casual players such a bad name. Um, I don't. I don't really think I do. I really think I actually give us a really good name. I just happen to <laughs> not in that one instance. <laughs> so, and everything... I, th- I just think you need to stop wearing strength gear. Like, if you stop, fine. If you if you stop doing out, that, I'll be happy. You called me out. That was all. Well, <laughs> what you're doing though? Yeah, yeah. So that tip and our main content came from Carlton. He's a uh, 85 Death Knight over on the Gauntlets of Forbearance on the Argent Dawn in the U.S. Everything you know about World of Warcraft has changed forever. It doesn't matter if you're an experienced hardcore player or a complete noob. Everyone has to relearn the game. We decided to level a new character exclusively using the Zygor Guide and provide weekly updates to the HearthCast listening audience. Let's find out how well Zygor Guides did. This week in the World of Warcraft. Hey, Freckleface, we've got a really clear, I would think, winner of uh, the Zygor Guide for last month. If you remember, the competition we put in place was to tweet and use the hashtag HearthCast and let us know what was going on, what you were doing in the world of Warcraft. And I think that we have a pretty clear winner of, uh, of that competition. Wouldn't you agree? I think so. So... Without all the fanfare that he's probably due, Dragon Jackal, congratulations. You win the uh, Zyger Guide. If you could please just DM uh, one of us, preferably me, that would be HearthCast Root. Uh, let me know what spec, I'm sorry, what class, uh, there we go again. Faction. What, uh, yes, what faction? Are you going to be Horde, Alliance? What do you play? Because you got to pick one of those, and then we will get that off over to Zyger Guides, and they will be sending you an email. So what I'll need is your uh, your email information, your real name, if you don't mind, and uh, what faction you want to play. We'll take care of the rest. And to enter the competition for the month of June, we are going to be helping out Carnage1320. Carnage is trying to put together a pretty cool video and he asked uh, on our facebook page for um, help with that video by asking people to send him screenshots and or video clips that they have he's making a video montage uh, for this thing so all you have to do to enter in this month's zyger guide competition is to email carnage1320 at yahoo.com Carbon copy contribute at hearthcast.com. Send him and us pictures, screenshots, videos. So, you know, Freckleface, that about does it for another episode of Hearthcast. It was a little bit of a shorter episode, but, you know, things are as things are and kind of out of town and it's a little more difficult. And, uh, you know, Earl's visiting again. So, I did want to mention that uh, I have been wearing my Hearthcast shirt. Oh. And, uh, yeah, I've gotten some interesting comments on it. Um, From who? Have you worked people's? No, I haven't worn it to work yet, but I did wear it to a soccer game. Mm-hmm. And I uh, actually had it uh, on here uh, when I was earlier today. Uh, but didn't get any comments earlier today. But I did get a comment from 
uh, somebody at the soccer field asking me, you know, what it was. And it was, it was all right. You know, I got to geek out a little bit and it was fun. It was fine. It was a cool thing to do. So I was happy, but that does, you know, bring us to another exciting conclusion to another awesome episode of Hearthcast. So we do want to thank you guys for listening to another fine episode of Hearthcast, just like Carnage and Dragon Jackal and Carlton and uh, Scaresome did today. You can send in your questions, comments, or any other feedback by emailing us, or you can visit our website submission form if you don't want to email us. Just go over there to hearthcast.com. If you do want to email us, just drop an email at contribute at hearthcast.com. You can call the Hearthcast hotline at 407-520-5342. You can send us a post on Facebook. You can tweet us at HearthCast, at HearthCastFreck, or HearthCastRoot. And don't be selfish. Share us with your friends. Tell your guildmates. Rate us on iTunes. And if you give us a link to your blog, we will link back. We'd again like to thank our sponsors, Zyger Guide System, YouTube.com, forward slash Carnage1320, and of course, Riptide Software. Until next time, this has been Root and Freckleface for HearthCast.com.